Hello, this is Russell from Tones of Evil, and you're listening to Last Sons of Krypton. Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And we're back. Yes. Um, hope everyone listened to our interview last week with Mr. Johnson. It was pretty fun. Oh, Connor, it got, it got many, many hits, I imagine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, th- thanks very much uh, to Adam for yes, making it all happen. Adam. Yeah. You know, and thanks to joining us, obviously. And yeah, thanks to our patrons as well, Tasman from Aspiring Kryptonian and uh, Russell from Terms of Evil. Russell. And yeah, so this is our bonus episode, mm-hmm. or a bonus episode, um, and we're doing book two of the Heracles trilogy, mm-hmm. Wrath of the Gods, by Glenn Elif. But first, we figured since we are enjoying the main Superman title again. We figured we every time Action Comics came out, we'd just do a little mini of what our thoughts are, mm-hmm. and then get on to the episode. Like we used to do with uh, Williamson's Batman Superman, um, uh, but maybe not as long. So, uh, yeah, Action 1037, so spoilers if you haven't read it yet. Uh, it was, like, really the big throwdown between Superman, the Authority, and Mongol. There was... A uh, couple of casualties. I mean, I I don't, I don't think Apollo's dead. No, although he, you know it was it was pretty cool to see him skewered. <laughs> yeah, although appa- apparently he has a history of jobbing. So <laughs> I found out. Oh, really? Which is a shame for Apollo. He's quite powerful, for what I understand. Well, yeah, um, that's what I understood as well. And I don't think he's dead. Uh, then there was Light Ray as well, mm-hmm. uh, who who died. But I think. I mean, that was the most that, that had the most impact, kind of like because they dwelled on that a bit more. Superman was kind of cradling her towards the end there. Yeah, because this was really her first big gig, I mm. guess. Yeah, um, it's pretty sad. But uh, you know, at the at the end of Superman: The Authority with Morrison, we we had Light Ray is on the source wall, so I doubt the story's done with her quite yet. Yeah, because um, she seems quite important. Uh, you know, whether she's dead or maybe she'll come back, you know, comic books. Mm-hmm. And uh, Enchantress, I don't think Enchantress is dead. I think she's just being captured or something. Um, yeah. uh, Superman, possibly dead, because we did cover him uh, when we did Superman Worlds at War, or Worlds of War. Uh, Superman was actually dying on War World. Yeah. And being brought back. So I think that's a pretty big possibility. I mean, he did get a spear, <laughs> a spear through the chest. So. Yeah, and. Uh... In true fashion, got dangled, you know, by by Mongol. He um, kind of lifted him up, yeah. and in the most gruesome way possible. Yeah, I think so. I think we all saw the sort of loss coming. Yes, yeah. If if we've been keeping track so far, you know, especially with like stuff like Worlds of War and stuff, you know, yeah. and it'd be a pretty short arc if they won. <laughs> oh, it was never going to be. Yeah, right. Exactly. You wouldn't have someone like Mongol, and especially for those that. Listen to our interview with Philip K. Johnson. Uh, his, I guess, 
affection towards Mongols. You'd never have it just yeah. a straightforward kind of we beat you thing. So uh, there's a lot yeah. more to it. Uh, his, uh, his champions as well um, starting to be a little bit more defined, which is pretty cool. You got to see their power sets like, uh, yeah. like Mother and I think the Teacher. Uh, and then, uh, Darling, was it? Um, the, the one with the, the yeah, baby? Yeah. The, the baby. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite, um, my favorite part of the issue is where Manchester Black beat one of them to death. Yes. How cool <laughs> that is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause the guy was so, um, the, you know, the champion was so kind of hill bent on shielding any psionic kind of activity against him. And, you yeah, know, Manchester like, like, yeah, he's like, let's let's just do the old fashioned way and just beats him, which is, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I hope he stays dead because I I feel like I want a win for the team. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be like their only win, really. Yeah. So, but yeah, the I really like Mongols' mount as well. His dragon thing, I think that's a pretty cool oh, yeah. addition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the synopsis for next issue says. Well, the cover has Superman in chains. I can't remember what the rest of the synopsis says, but it says the surviving members of the authority are doing stuff, so that's good. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's, I, yeah. So, yeah, so, go on. Yeah, no, it should be good. I, I just like the, um, also the, uh, what do you call it, the Smackdown, the talk, Superman talking to Mongol about, you know, I bet your father and all that, but, but Mongol who is the current one saying, yeah, yes. well, I'm basically... Are basically better than my dad. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I've learned. I've learned from the previous. Yeah, Mongols. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's so cool because uh, you know Mongol. This war world is we're exploring it. I mean, albeit just in the arena so far, it was it's pretty much the whole issue was pretty much just centered around like a big fight. But I'm sure we'll get yeah. a lot more uh, into it. I'm sure there are a lot more ideas that um, Philip K. Johnson has for war world as as we've discussed yep. with him so yeah it's just exciting times really yeah one of the things i liked is the issue was just a big fight but it didn't like it wasn't a quick read no you know no like a lot of a lot of comics are you sort of just breeze through them and you're like man i spent well, seven bucks on that then <laughs> yeah well i mean like a lot of i find a lot of fights and uh action scenes in you know, many modern comics are kind of glossed over and it's more incidental compared to... And, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, if they want to focus on character development and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. you know, back in the previous decades, you'd get a bit more detail in the actual fights. And and I like this because it was kind of like a little hark back to, to the old 80s and 90s where you actually got into a, a um, one person versus the other you know, um, they kind of paired mm. off, and then you got an actual detail fight between the two, which was pretty yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah, in that sense, I, I felt um, that you didn't just burn through it because you could kind of linger on each of these fights. And, yeah, I, I just found it really – it was detailed in that way, you know, um, yeah. if that kind of makes sense. It's a different sort of thing. And then I know a lot of people probably don't pay much weight to – to action scenes and fight scenes. I love them in, in comic books because, you know, that's yeah. I grew up with and that's one of the main things I love about it because you can't see that sort of stuff in real life. Um, so, yeah, when they kind of get into, yeah, details of fights, I just love it. Yeah, no, mm. it, it's good. Uh, yeah, it's good to see some good action with fantastic artwork, obviously, yeah. as well. Oh, God, and, yeah, how good is the art? You know, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next issue. Um 
just to, the, yeah, was, uh, just quickly, I, I like how the crowd is cheering for Mongol. Mm, yep. yep. You know, despite the fact Superman went to free them, I thought that was cool. Well, they're kind of, they're, uh, they're not brainwashed, but that's that's their livelihood, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, that's Being oppressed, culture, and, you know? yeah, that's, that's yeah. what they know. Yeah. It reminds me of um, uh, Spoiler Ray, unfortunately, yeah. oh. but uh, at the very end of Superman the Animated Series. Oh, okay. Uh, Superman beats crap out of Darkseid. And, you know, then the citizens of the oppressed citizens of Apocalypse carry Darkseid off like a god to heal. Right. And, uh, you know, like they kind of worship him despite the fact that he's just this brutal dictator. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it reminded me of that, um, which is another really cool moment. Um, although, like, yeah, they, they weren't like super silly, just that, that idea of, um, yes. you know, Superman wanting to free people and then them just sort of like, no, where Well, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, what was that one that we did? Uh, was, it, was it Future State um, with Lex um, in that other world where he and Lois... Oh, so Imperious Lex? Yeah, 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 where there was that kind of culture where Lex had cultivated this idea that... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they kind of... Yeah, no, so it was all it was all cool stuff. Um I, yeah, Superman hasn't had a loss that bad for a while in recent memory. Maybe like Death of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because uh, he's he's lost before, but that was that was like a pretty catastrophic loss. But mm. I do think, you know, uh Superman and Manchester would have come up with contingency plans if you know the attack didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it didn't, um, didn't, it didn't go well. Possibility. <laughs> no, because it's obviously a possibility, especially yes. if you know, Superman's not that powerful. So that's true. Yeah, no, uh, I'm looking forward to the next issue. Make sure everyone, you know, if you're a Superman fan, you should definitely pick out Action Comics because it has Superman in it. It's mm. the only main title with Superman starring in it, so it's not much, it's not expensive because you're only picking up one book. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely pick it up. Yeah, for sure, highly recommended. Um, like this, you know, if you want. If you want this run to like Superman to keep going in this direction, like you got to pick up the book. Otherwise, you know, we shuffle writers all the time and stuff. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just annoying, you know. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. And I think that about does us for yeah. Action ten thirty seven. So ten thirty eight will be out in a while. I think January it was ten thirty eight. I mean. So, yeah, we want to fly back to ancient Greece, ancient, ancient Greece. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Let's, right. let's mingle with the uh, mythical creatures. <laughs> yeah. Up, up, up and away. Hello, I'm Alan. I'm Rebecca. And if you're listening to this, then we recommend that you check out our podcast, the DCAU Podcast, where we watch the original DC animated movies, starting from Batman Mask of Phantasm and continuing on to Justice League, Dark, Apocalypse War, and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Victorian steampunk Batman The Flash Batman Beyond 
Green Lantern. Old Man Batman. Martian Manhunter. And plenty more versions of Batman. Lots and lots and lots of Batman. You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DCAU podcast and subscribe today. Right. So we're here for book two of the Heracles trilogy by... Glyn Elif, Wrath of the Gods. Uh, the first book was Son of Zeus. Uh, if you're following along with us, that's awesome. Uh, if you haven't, you know, you sort of want to check it out, uh, it's, it's a good historic, uh, well, mythological fiction. I don't know what you call it. Uh, I mean, I guess it's yeah. historical fiction is the yeah. official genre. Um, so pick up Son of Zeus, check that out. If you like it, check this out. You know, check out our first episode as well. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, look, and so, I also I also urge like the listeners like you might be listening to us now going, oh, you know, what do I want to read this book for? I'm you know I'm here to listen to and read Superman comics, but I urge you to because it they are really enjoyable books. Um, so yeah. Son of Zeus is it's a really good read. Uh, um, you'll go through it, you won't even realize that you're towards the end. It's it's one of those books that you can't put down. Uh, Glenn Ellis yeah. he writes really well, uh, quite. Um, descriptive but he keeps the pace going so uh you know these aren't you know these aren't huge tomes of novels mm. uh you know they're, they're very digestible uh and uh and they're split up into very good kind of chapters so um you, you know you're not spending you know hours on one chapter uh, which can be a slog um these are look i'm reading it off kindle so you, you generally get a sense of it it's around 20 25 minutes a chapter which is not not really much at all um yeah so yeah, it's a good read. Definitely go check it out if you like Superman. I mean, yeah, there's a reason why Connor and I are, are covering it. Um, apart from our, you know, um, yeah. love for Hercules. Uh, yeah, it, it's really good. Yeah, we we described the sort of similarities between yes. Superman and Hercules in the first episode, and mm-hmm. you know, the it's like uh, they're related. I mean, like all all there's there's so many. Um, strongman heroes that are related you know a lot of a lot of the old heroes were strong because they came from better generations and stuff like you know gilgamesh theseus would have been much stronger than us um <laughs> you know so it's all related uh and uh, as we pointed out like uh heroes like heracles superman uh arthur uh gilgamesh like uh, there's a there's a thing of you know sort of um being a child of the the heavens and the earth, yep. whether it be Zeus, uh, an immortal woman, or, you know, from Krypton, raised on earth, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's all, it's all interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, uh, Her- Heracles is kind of the, you know, not, not to, to grossly over simplify things. He's kind of like the, <laughs> The, the Superman of ancient Greece, you know, he was, yeah, he was the biggest hero. He was the hero of all Greece. Yeah. Um, you know, so, well known throughout Greece, you know, yep, his strongest, stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I could, I could talk about heroes of the ages and how they were related to each other forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I won't. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Um, so, book two, Wrath of the Gods. As I said, like, if you want uh, everything, you know, go, go check out our first episode. We go into all this stuff. Um, but, yeah. So, Wrath of the Gods. So, this covers uh, one of the Amazons, the ninth labor. So, it covers up to the eighth labor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it look, it looks like the books are just going to be the 12 labels, which for me is a bit of a bummer, oh, okay. but I don't, yeah. I don't know for certain because we haven't read book three yet, but, um, you know, I guess one of the, one of the things I don't, I really want to see covered is, um, like the Gigantamachi or Gigantamachi. Like I always found that really interesting and it's not really done anywhere mm-hmm. uh those who don't know it's when the giants rebelled against uh olympus they sieged it and only a mortal could uh save the olympians and i ca- i can't remember there was two forces at work there was the olympians and there was someone else they wanted a mortal that was like lame or something and then but zeus chose uh heracles okay. as the mortal the only mortal that could save olympus so he came in I think I think he was riding a chariot and he, you know, he used his hydra arrows to take down heaps of the giants, mm-hmm. and you know then he damaged them. A lot of the gods could finish them off and stuff. I know Blood of Zeus, uh, a recent Netflix show adapted the Gigantomachy, but completely left out Hercules and put in their own uh, original character, which is like why, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not going to make a character better than Hercules. Stop stop making your OC donut steals and. Um, Someone wanted to flex their creative muscles. I don't know, uh, but I guess uh, they, they it, it is kind of covered in the Hercules Disney movie, but mm-hmm. instead of the giants, it's the Titans. Okay. Um, so four Titans. So you know, I think I think we got that. Like that's about it. Right. Um. You know. So, but you know, maybe we will see it. I don't know. I, I think one of my favorite parts of this book actually was his encounter with the centaur. Uh, I can't remember his name. Not not Chiron. Um, uh, in in this the... Apholus. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the famous story where Hercules is drinking the wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, come on, man! I'll just give us some wine. It's fine. And then you know, yeah. Well, disaster. Um, it, it was, um... isn't it? I mean, Apholus <laughs> was doing so well up until that point, and he he warned him. Many times, I mean, it is mentioned in the novel, um, and oh God, you never trust centaurs, right? Because their sense of smell, their senses are just too keen. So, um, but yeah, th- yeah, that was I really. Mean, there's, like, yeah, yeah. there's two good centaurs. That's Chiron and Pholus. Yeah, um, you know, uh, for those you don't know, Chiron trains uh, a lot of the heroes, are like Hercules. He trained Achilles as well. But um, yeah, so that that was. That, I really liked seeing that. That was cool because, like, uh, the twelve labors are cool. Um, we just we just know a lot about them. I like to see the other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I recognise that these books. It seems at this point they're mostly about the labors. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, when he was going up to Thrace, uh, Diomedes the Thracian. Uh, yeah. For not pronouncing Thrace right, then um, and God, the Thra- oh. the Thracians, absolute barbarians. Like yeah. not even. Uh, just look up some of the stuff they got up to. Like they, I think there was one thing they couldn't make it to help Athens in some battles. So 
they went to this town, killed every single person and every baby and everything, and you know put them on display to make up for it. And the Athenians are like, you know what, we don't want anything to do with you guys. Gosh, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, you know the, the Thracians are like the kind of northern northern tribes, yeah, uh, of Greece. And uh, that, that I, actually, I think out of all the labors covered in this book, I think uh, Diomedes and his bears was probably my favorite one. Okay, uh, I, I, well, I, f- I found. Um... Like, you know, again, not trying to fully always sell this book, but yeah, I, I just found all these labors um yeah. quite quite entertaining. It like one after the other. Uh you know, in some regards it got better and better. You know, but I, I thoroughly mm. enjoyed the beginning. Uh the first one's yeah. a, a Romanthian boar. Um and the lead up to it. Like yeah. you're talking about like a bit of the back the back um yeah. backstage work, you know, of Hercules uh and um are going to see to see Follis and and the wine and, and then going up against the centaurs that was really cool um but that all leads up into um have I got this right Connor um they went to see him to seek advice as to what they could do like how the to... bait all, uh yeah and the, and about the mushrooms I think yeah yes and the mushrooms yeah and the mushrooms as well but um uh they end up getting and they, he uses it a few times the uh the that unbreakable um, uh, the unbreakable net from Hephaestus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. His golden net. Yes. Um, Very handy. They, I can't remember. Yeah. Do they reference that as being the same net or a similar net as to the one he traps Aphrodite and Ares with? Um. No. So no that, I don't think they reference that in this one in this novel. Right. Yeah. They they might. I'm not sure because uh, the whole thing is um. Uh, Hephaestus knew that Aphrodite was cheating on him with Ares, so uh, okay, yeah, yeah. he made a golden net and trapped them in, and all the gods laughed at them. Um, right. You know. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought maybe it wasn't referenced. I thought it was, though. I just couldn't remember fully. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, another example of, um, like, Heracles' side stories. Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher all these pronunciations by the way so <laughs> you know but there's there's do you know the story where heracles fights thanatos uh death um basically do you, do you remember the guy he went to before he headed off diomedes admetus right yeah or admetus well basically the whole thing is um to make it very simple his wife dies mm-hmm and Heracles, and he's having a funeral, and Heracles is drinking and making a noise. Right. And one of the servants asks him, like, hey, can you keep it down? And he hits him or something. And then it turns, then he finds out that there's a funeral, and it's for Admetus's wife. So he feels so bad, he goes and he wrestles Thanatos uh, and gets his wife back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to the realm of the living. And I thought when he went there, I'm like, oh, we're going to get this story. Um, yeah, but we didn't. But the 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 character was there, so maybe we'll get it in right. three. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so or it might have know, been, and un- maybe you know, unfortunately, just edited, and and maybe that's just a mention. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's too hard. Yeah, a yeah. lot of this, a lot of this review for me is too hard to tell a lot of things because I haven't read the third book yet. So yeah. Oh, but I mean, like, um, as in. Um, Elif. Yeah, I, I know. What you mean. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, still. Yeah. Okay, we can we can put that to the wayside, and maybe that's another novel somewhere, <laughs> and an anthology so. or something. Yeah, yeah. 
because it's a good uh, anthology would be good. yeah it would be because as you're saying like all these little offshoot kind of adventures you, you've got the main thread which is i guess these labors but um yeah. these other ones that feed into it um it would be hard to get like a, a cohesive it's I, th- I think an anthology would be really good to you know you know just right. in case you want to, or a companion yeah. a companion book <laughs> well we know he's popping up in uh his his book or books on jason and the argonauts because uh, mm. you know, hercules is was one of the Argonauts, so that's not out yet, I think. Oh, it isn't? Okay. I thought no. he's released a whole heap of stuff already, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he, he has six books on... In terms of Greece, yes. he has six books on Odysseus. He has three books covering oh, the Trojan okay. War oh, okay. from the point of view of Odysseus, mm-hmm. and then he has three books uh, about the Odyssey right. or everything like after the Trojan War and the Odyssey, I guess, from the point of view of Odysseus, who was... Uh, you know, one of one of the guys to survive the Trojan War. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in those. I don't know if I'll check them out or not, uh, just, just because I'm so familiar with Homer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's covered kind of the same ground. But I mean, the Trojan War from Odysseus' point of view is different. That's for sure. I just Odysseus himself, like he's a rat bastard. I don't really like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I guess so, just the the. Yeah. the um... I guess the talent and the craft of Ilof would yeah, make for yeah, a good no, read. It, yeah. it does make me want to check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, Ray, you, you take the reins for a bit because I've said um, <laughs> well, stuff wants to get out of the way. Uh, so you can you can take the reins and I can chime in with any notes. I yeah. Have. Oh, okay. Um, no, basically, as, as you mentioned, they, they go through after um, meeting up with Follis, unfortunately, as well. Um, oh, and by the way, readers, of course, uh, unfortunately, spoiler fills. <laughs> so, oh, totally. Um, spoilers everything. Um, yeah, yeah, but but nothing that hasn't been said, you know, centuries ago. <laughs> ago. Um, yeah, uh, spoilers for stories thousands of years old. Yeah, like the, yeah, exactly. He even says in the back, like, the biggest changes he makes are, like, some mushrooms and yeah, stuff. Exactly, you know? so, exactly. Um, um, I mean, I will say, like, if you don't want spoilers, read the book. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. But I mean, uh, this, yeah, but this is good to get to get a sense of what this book is about. So, as I mentioned, the main thing is, um, are the the labors, and we get a, a fair few of them in here, which is really great. Um, but before that, uh, as I mentioned, Hercules um, he goes to Follis uh, for advice, um, and with the mushrooms, uh, we have this parallel. I guess other plot which we'd been following in the first book uh, with Megara, the mystery of uh, who basically gave yeah. that gave the mushrooms to the um, the servant right who who cooked it up um, and we yeah. find out the servant dies, but who who was basically responsible for making Hercules go crazy and kill his kids? Um, so that we find out uh, we get a little bit through Pholus, but we also get a little bit through Diomedes right uh, later on because. Is it Diomedes yeah. or um? Yep, Diomedes. Uh, yeah, for he's a... listeners yep. who are familiar with the Trojan War. This is not the same Diomedes as the right. Trojan War. Version. Yeah, um, but he he has a bit of knowledge um, of of herbs and and, and wildlife. Anyways, yeah. so we oh, no, no, this is this was, is Minos. Minos, yeah, I, I knew it wasn't. <laughs> Here's the uh, uh, so the yeah, one with the King book. Minos, King yeah, Minos, you know, yeah, yeah. He's he, more, most famous for the Theseus fiasco. Right, right. yes. Um, but So we have that as well. But 
as I mentioned, we have these labors which are fantastic. Um, the the Aramanthian boars were one of them. Uh, we have the cleaning of the stables. What was that? That was uh, the stables of King Augeus. Yeah, the stables has always been one of my favorite labors. Oh, yeah, and and I this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually thought it would be quite mundane because that you know compared to fighting Hydra, um, you know, or uh, or even um, what we find later on. What what are they called? The birds, the uh, the Stymphalian birds. Oh, that Again, was so pronunciations. Cool. Yeah, the Stymph- uh, yeah. So compared to that, I thought the stables would be quite boring, but. The way that Elif kind of um, frames it is is really cool. Like he gives a description of, of Hercules basically redirecting like a river to go through it. Yeah. Uh, the description of the stables themselves and the impact it has on on like the town is yeah um, pretty cool. Um, as well as the the awful um, the awful guy who who's the guy um, the king the king yeah yeah he was. It's yeah. terrible. Um, yeah, no, it's it's funny, like because it's just there's literal crap everywhere. And, yes, um, <laughs> just yeah. giving everyone disease and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. And so what we find again, which is very frustrating, um, again a little a bit of fun because uh, Hercules redirects kind of the river through his his like palace, right? Um, so yeah, that kind yeah, of... that's a kind of final screw you because uh, yeah. he wanted he he wanted some cattle. Yes. And then he, he screwed him out of the cattle. Uh, he wanted to bring cattle back for... So this this is a point I want to talk about. He wanted to bring yep. the cattle back for the poor people. Yes. The thing. Yep. Um, so, I mean, he's... Uh, Mr. Elif, you know, he's definitely pushing this idea of Hercules, like, you're really looking out for the little guy, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Uh, but I feel like it's happening in a lot, but okay. it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um, you know, like, what if what if Hercules just wanted some cattle? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. for some other... I don't know, he, he wanted it... Uh, he wanted it to gift to Megara's father, King Creon. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to sort of smooth things over. But then he didn't get that cattle. He gave the little cattle he got to the little guy. But anyway, it's a point I want to bring up. Anyway, is Hercules is champion of the poor. So, I mean, Hercules is definitely... He was a champion of the people because of his deeds. You know, like, yeah. he, he rid the world of monsters... Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm, I get it. Uh, I'm just, I'm not super into Hercules being this Robin Hood figure. I don't think he should, like, he needs to be callous. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's for me, it's not really what the character's about. Um, yeah, look, I, I think, I think it's very much a modern um, interpretation yeah. of what a hero is. You, you know, um, the mm. way that a lot of the older, like the older texts and stuff, admits, uh, as you've mentioned many times as well, they're not. They're not as morally upstanding and, um, yeah. you know, as, as what we define as a hero. Um, so I think, yeah, I think Illif is kind of, yeah, he is modernizing it in that sense to try and kind of give us a, I didn't feel it was hammering the, the thing, but I, I was aware of it, like that he, yeah. uh, that he was saying, oh yeah, Hercules wants to give these cattle away or, you know, he wants to do good. Um, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely something that, um, wasn't really there in the ancient kind of texts yeah. and all that, so... I mean, uh, there's there's ways you can read Hercules, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. one of the ways is this kind of brute. Yeah. Um, you know, not the best guy, but, it, you know, there is a reading where he's very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he, he's a sympathetic guy who makes mistakes. Um, 
you know, or he lets his temper get the better, better of him. Like, uh, Lamedon or Lamedon didn't give him his horses as payment. So what does he do? He sacks Troy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how big his temper is. Yes. Um, so, you know, I think there is a reading there. I don't think you need to make him super sympathetic. I understand, like, I understand his logic. And, like, you know, again, this is, there's nothing saying he has to, you know, be accurate to the myth. Like he doesn't have to do that. Um, and he try he does try to do it. He, he puts in notes at the end, yeah, listing sure. why he didn't do certain stuff, which is awesome. Like I like how he does that. Um, for me, I feel like you can you can already make him sympathetic, and for me, you can make him more interesting as this sympathetic figure who makes mistakes. Which is why I love that Follis chapter so much. Uh, because that that's, that's kind of classic Hercules, you know, and he feels awful afterwards. Yeah, yeah, um, true, true. No, no, so, I mean, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, true. I mean, you could, yeah, I think it's just Illif doing what, you know. I mean, and, and his that, bits that, in there. he says that as well. I think he said it in the first book um, yeah. in his notes. Uh, it's just, it's not the take I would, it's not the take I would prefer or I would go with. I don't, I don't think it's necessary, but, yeah. Um, True. I mean, at the same the same time as well, I it's wouldn't want It's definitely wanna... less risky, maybe, yeah. or it's, yeah. it's less. I mean, I'm this is. I'm in no way criticizing his writing, like or his ability to write, but I'm just saying it's it's probably a lot easier to write, uh, without without so much moral ambiguity, and there is still moral ambiguity that you still have him losing his temper and doing bad things. Like it's still there. It's just, I think it's really tempered by this sort of Robin Hood angle. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I think thankfully he doesn't, I, I felt he doesn't really try to um, perpetuate that idea of, of Robin Hood yeah. throughout the book. I mean, he he, he, he does it a few times. Um, yeah. You know, the cattle was probably the most I could think of. I can't, I think, can't mm-hmm. think of anything else that he... He really did, but I did get a sense that he was, you know, he was trying to. His moral compass was was, um, you know, you know, it would be really different if, um, you know, if he did show Hercules just killing people with his bare hands and stuff just because he got angry, and you know, that I mean, it would make for an interesting character. But I think also, I don't think you need to go that far. Yeah. Uh, more men, you know, just um, not well, he not did, he has sort of though. Add... He did kill some people actually in this novel, didn't he? Like, um, yeah, that was yeah. Bad. Yeah, they were bad people, so they deserve to die. <laughs> I think, and like you know, a lot of the time when he kills people with his bare hands, you know, they uh, it's either through his rage, or it's it depends on the interpretation, or it's through the madness of Hero, yeah, you know, putting madness on him. Like that famous example uh, of that friend of that friend, can't remember his name. It's not Iphicles, but it's a name like that, and he kills him over some cattle. Mm. Like he steals his cattle, um, and then you know that's the mat. I think. Some a lot of authors attribute that to like the madness of Hero because mm-hmm. it really doesn't make sense with all of his other deeds, uh, which yeah. is a problem. With some, I think, I think with Hercules, the most of all, I've talked to you about this before when I was reading the Greg Packrod, is like this guy's done so much stuff, uh, and you read some of it and you're like, wait a minute, this the same guy did this as that? Like, what, what the hell is he thinking? Like, why is he doing this? You know, yeah. um, I think I'd really love to see him do books on Theseus, okay, yeah. Because Theseus wanted to be a hero like his cousin Hercules, mm-hmm. uh, they were they're the same generation, um, and so you know Theseus rids the roads of bandits. Like he he kind of is a champion of the poor, 
Yeah. You know, and he was con- he was considered a moral hero and a just king as well. Um, so I think I think that would uh, be interesting to read from Gwen Elithi. And of course, like every classic hero, Theseus does the crazy stuff, and he really had yeah. an appetite for women. Yeah. Um, that hasn't stood the test of time, like trying to abduct Persephone mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> to marry yeah. her, Helen of Troy. But like, you know, I think that's really a character that leans into that sort of thing that I think is sort of going into Hercules. And I don't know if he's explained he's right, Jason, but uh, there was some ties to Theseus in this book. Okay. Because um, yeah. uh, King Minos and the Cretan bull, mm-hmm. yeah, which is the uh, father of the Minotaur, so... Yeah, that was an interesting one with... Um, you're talking about um, loving... Well, well, Theseus, but <laughs> Hercules loving his women. Um, yeah. And Pasiphae, uh, I'm hoping that's the way you pronounce her name, was, was quite an interesting character. Um, yeah. But also before that, or I think maybe around that time as well, there was a, a little bit during the novel where Hercules is kind of tempted by one of the, the servant girls <laughs> as well. Um and you know she she kind of gets a bit horny towards him, and but he kind of declines her at the end. So uh, I, I like how Illy- does he? I know one I of think them he does, do, doesn't but, he? Um, oh, she gets slapped by the other servant girl and sent oh, off. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I think he declines. If he declines the other one, I think it's because he wants to go uh, check out stuff. But yeah, they definitely keep the well man of. Yeah, I mean, Iolus, yeah, I- um, he was definitely yeah. um, having a good time, <laughs> as I mentioned. So he was, you know, in the novels. Um, so there's no problem with him having. But I, I think the thing with um, Ilif was trying to balance the, I guess, perhaps the uh, love that Hercules has or Heracles has for Megara. Um, yeah. So you can't have him kind of womanizing too much as well. Um, although it is very much part of his character, so I think it was good to identify that um, and and to show that. But because it's it's also over, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's well, not, yeah, yeah, true. Over, you know? Well, that's uh, true. I mean, she even says as well, like that's you know, they're, they're not really yeah. get back together. But I think I think that's what he was kind of doing, like right. Illif, I mean, he sleeps Illif with people in the first book. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but, he he's about to. I remember, uh, I think this is the Stimfallon Birds, maybe, or just afterwards. He's about to sleep with that uh, auntie of the kid, but uh, I, I always kind of uh, interrupts. And uh, he doesn't, but he was going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I was, sorry? I always was kind of like, you know, he's of the mind that Heracles should be faithful to. Yes. Megara. Well, um, it's really weird because... It's, there's a bit of a love triangle here as well. Iolus kind of likes her as well. Um, yeah, which we know we know in the myth that um, Hercules gave Iolus to Megara, or gave Megara to Iolus, and they yeah. got married. In yeah. Some in the in the renditions where Megara survived, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I you know I feel like I feel like it's been building up to that these past two books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even yeah. In, in in this book, as I was having feelings for her, I just. Yes. To, Personally, I just hope they don't spend too much time on it because I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. look, I, I don't think they. I don't think they do. I mean, the fact that they. No, yeah. I'm hoping they don't. In the third book, is what I mean. Oh um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I, I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm confident that they probably that Illif won't. Um, hopefully, <laughs> only um, 
I, mean, I guess we'll have to see when we read it. But uh, yeah. I think I think he's balanced it so well uh, so far in the first two books. Uh, it's pretty much been about the action, like a lot of the description um, and a lot of the, the, the stories in, in the first and second books are, you know, really focused on on these labours, which is really cool. Uh, so, um, I mean, we, we kind of glossed a little bit over the bore. Uh, it's, look, it's uh, the main thing from that would be the net. Um, um, sorry, what was it again called? Hephaestus? Hephaestus? Hephaestus. Hephaestus net, um, which incidentally we do get a a little chapter as well of how they come across that. They, they come, they go looking for it. Uh, and, um, Iolus gets, uh, almost seduced, uh, by a, well, he, he does. Well, he does get seduced. So I should say he does. That that was, I liked that part actually. Uh, and then like she foreign goes to kill him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, had talk about that, man. I mean, like his, hypnotized under a spell you know um yeah offering herself to him um but yeah he would have been done and dusted uh and they were looking for the the net but um she basically uses it she has it um like as a cloak right or something she's wearing it um so yeah and, and that net becomes quite important because not only is it used with the boar which um hercules uh dispatches and he brings it back to Tyrans uh, to Eurythius, uh, and there's a brilliant moment there, Connor, and I, I think I'm getting this right with the boar. Um, oh, the sacrifice? Yeah, yeah. And um, Eurythius, like, pissing his pants, <laughs> like, you know, almost fainting. Uh, so I, I kind of like that because he's such a dick. Uh, so it was he's, good that. Yeah, he's he's pretty weird. He's yeah, like, um, yeah. It's it's funny how he's so much of a dick considering he's descended from Perseus. Like Yeah, yeah. So uh Um yeah, and like that whole thing with his daughter as well, where he's like playing with her and mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But that was good she's though. Just not, no, no, she's not. Um She's not phased by it like it was um mm. and corp corpor uh, Corpus. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Corpus, yeah. yeah. Um so it's been it's been a couple of weeks since we read it because we had that um, interview. Yes. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know, yeah, I mean, so interesting things came from that um, uh, Romanthian boar. Um, but what we get is that net, uh, which they use to good effect. Uh, we mentioned the stables as well, uh, but then the Stymphalian, is that how you said it, Connor? The birds. Um, that was. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was... that could probably be wrong that's all right but but that was so cool i mean how deadly we're talking about feathers sharp and uh and strong as steel uh yeah beaks that you know are like arrows um and just a sheer number of them and what we get with heracles and iolus is that they slowly kind of wear them wear them down by using the net and like kind of catching them dispatching them because hercules can kill them it's just the sheer number of them that is the problem um and they pick people literally just to their bones uh so you know like a massive razor plague if you will um this was one of my favorite i think um labors as well just the the fact of just how deadly they were um but i I like the um and then there's this argument as well connor about iolus again helping Hercules, Heracles. Mm, um, yeah, which, we did talk about that. Um, yeah, which I, I kind of 
I kind of like because it puts you on edge as a reader because you know that Eurypheus is going to, like... Um, but the thing is, Heracles says, like, he knows... He does, yeah. ...that Hera's watching. And yes. he's like, I can't I can't have people help me. And then it just kind of happens. I know. Even though he's like... I know. He couldn't avoid so, it. So... Yeah. I feel like the, the only one that really bugged me a lot was the boar. Yeah. Other than that, like, I don't... You know, though, I think the birds and everything is fine. Yeah. Um, because in the in the myth, like, you know, Athena gave him the rattlers or whatever. So, mm. um, you know, so if Iolus does it instead, it doesn't really matter. But the the boar bug be a little bit because he threw on the net. So yeah, I was just like, wait, why they get in trouble for that? But um, yeah, because they got in trouble in the past. So you, you'd, yeah, you'd exactly. think that they would. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, then we we get uh, also after that. I'm just going through the the chapters. Um. Symphalian birds. Um, we go. Is that Minos? I think we we go there, um, and that's the whole thing with Pasiphae, um, and uh, and her weird love for the bull as well. Um, I mean, yeah, she was cursed. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd probably that's say actually fun. that was probably my. I mean, not that it was bad, but maybe it was my least favourite out of the labours. Um, yeah. Had interesting characters in there as well, but the inevitable confrontation um, mm. with the bull was... Um, uh, actually, what was good was when uh, Hercules first arrives there and um, and he stops that bull, like the, um, yeah. the other bull, just with his bare hands as a show of... Kind of defiance to pacify. I thought that, that was, was cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he's kick ass. You know, he's he's really, you know, this is a guy that, um, with the cleaning of the stables. I mean, the description of the amount of work that he did. You know, he started yeah. um, at um, sun uh, sunrise or whatever, and he goes, okay, I've got like a day and a half to do this, and just yeah. the, you feel tired by the by the the, the um the time he's yeah. finished it's just amazing um so yeah obviously a really strong guy um but yeah that the minus one was a uh, yeah was... i the the showdown with the boar itself on you know oh was, you thought yeah yeah fair enough but i really liked i really liked um what do you call it i really liked the stuff before it I really like seeing King Minos. Yep. Like, just seeing King, because, you know, King Minos, he's always in, like, Her- Heracles does meet King Minos, um, but I've, you never really read much about it, mm-hmm. right? Which is, like, a lot of stuff with Heracles. Um, but King Minos is in the story of Theseus a lot. But seeing King Minos from Heracles' point of view, I just really enjoyed that. Like, I liked King Minos as a character. Yeah. Um, I thought he was cool, especially as they're, like, both sons of Zeus. Um, and, you know, again, like, it was Diomedes or Diomedes, however you pronounce it. He was a son of Ares as well, so that was yeah. cool, too. Oh, that was good, um, yeah, because he was, he was, um, he put I up a challenge. Well, actually. Yeah, 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 he, uh, he definitely was a leader, and he definitely seemed to be head above shoulders, uh, you know, above his, his army, um. But yeah, that was a that was an interesting one as well, and and I think, uh, like you said, that was your favourite. I think that would probably be yeah one of the most entertaining as well. Um, the fact okay. that, um, yeah, sorry, no, sorry, I I was 
there's a weird response. Just continue. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Oh, go on, go on. It's a long oh. story. Go on. Oh, okay. Um, no, just with the the missing uh, the missing crew uh, again. I love that. We yeah, get, that we, was cool. Yeah, we get the the small kind of like you know small development of some of these kind of secondary characters, but yeah. um. Yeah, like the crew that he goes um, to see King Diomedes with, they slowly disappear at night, um, mm. and we know that they're kind of being fed to yeah, these. The re- the, yeah, yeah, the readers can really figure out they're being fed to the horses. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. But uh, and if they can't, if they if they don't know that, then it's probably going to be quite a surprise when they find that they're being fed to the horses. Yeah, so that's cool. Because I, when I read this, I take into account. You know, because uh, obviously he's writing this for people who know, who are familiar with the myths and like uh, Apollodorus is what he bases it off. Mm-hmm. Um, like you answer for that because he has those notes at the end. It's like why he changed stuff. Yeah. But he's also writing or there is plenty of people reading these that don't know, you know, the ins and outs of these labors. Yes. So I always have those two things in mind when I'm reading this mm-hmm. and the way like he reveals some stuff is pretty cool. Like. If you don't know what's coming, those horses are going to be a surprise that they're just eating people. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. But yeah, no, that was uh, yeah, no, that was really good. Uh, there was um, again, I can't remember the name of the fella. There was a um, one of the one of the members was the son of um, like this guy that was a soldier, and he wanted yeah. to help. He wanted to avenge his dad. Thing. Um, I found that a little strange. I don't know. What did you think of that? I found it a little strange that he just really um, unceremoniously just gets um, eaten by these mares when he's looking after them. You know how... Um, well, um, I knew... Again, I knew from... So this is a small detail, which you know you might not have remembered, but he is, by name, he's eaten yep. by the mares. So as soon as he showed up, I'm like, oh, he's going to get eaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so I wasn't yeah. really a surprise to me. Um, I was just kind of waiting for it the whole time. For him. And as soon as I always left him with the horses, I'm like, yeah, they're going to eat him. Yeah, um, it just it just didn't seem like... Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like a very un, um, unimpressive way. <laughs> You know, to go. Okay. Like, you know, if he got I, eaten, I really it would have been like, you maybe the horses broke free and they, well, they just, got... you know, you don't want to get near those horses. Maybe he's got yeah. a bit too close because they'll start chomping on you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what true. I mean? Like, it just seemed it's that hard I... to stop getting eaten. Once yeah. They started eating. Like, and I, and I guess they, the hungrier they get because they're, they're pretty docile as Hercules yeah. is once they're fully fed. Uh, yeah, it seemed, uh, it seemed that Iolus and that character had a handle on those horses uh, when they were fleeing as well. Like there was no problem, but just the moment that Iolus left him and said, "Look, can you just mind the horses?" Then yeah. it kind of went pear shaped. And the well, guy, again, yeah, yeah. the horses yeah. are idle, so they're not they're not riding anymore. And yeah. the other thing is, yeah, like, that's, yeah. imagine standing next to a bunch of bears or wolves. You know, even if they're on leashes, but, you don't want to get too close to them. Well, yeah, I mean, other the kids really dumb, <laughs> but like, you know. Well, we, we know, like, yeah. from the book, we know the kid wasn't the brightest tool yeah, in the yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or sharpest. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, yeah. Now, I'm not no, I do, I do that mistake as well, yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I do like how there's that moment where 
Wells is like, oh, these guys are pretty cool, whatever. And Heracles is like, I only know like two or three of them. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like I don't remember all these guys, but I just say I do. You know, I yeah. liked that. Um, because, yeah. again, it's like, uh, yeah, I feel like that's realistic. Uh, and it, and mm-hmm. if it was fully leaning into that Robin Hood thing, then of course Heracles would remember every single name, and but he doesn't. Yeah. He's just like, no. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, and so that kind of really um, kind of wraps up the um, the labour side of things, unless I'm forgetting something, Connor. But um, we venture into now the territory of the big who who done it. Yeah, with Megara. Uh, well, Megara uh, finds out, and she's intent on um, on killing him. Uh, Copious. Uh, I thought her plan was pretty dumb. It was dumb. Um, it was. Like, it was pretty silly. She she really backed herself, but like, you know, yeah, she didn't didn't really get that far with she's it. She's like, I hate you. I want to kill you. Here, have, have some wine. <laughs> you know, it, it was like, yeah. The most common method for probably a woman to kill you back then, or if it was yeah. in your sleep, like, yeah, and the guy's very... sort of an idiot, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was kind of telegraphed, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? Uh, um, but maybe it just shows her. I don't know. Her it didn't, he didn't catch on sooner, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, even if it shows, I don't think she's that dumb. Like, her plan with Ethicles no. was better. <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. True. Uh, she's just not a killer. Please. She's not. Maybe she's just yeah. not a killer. She, she's not cut out for it. I don't know. I was, uh, I'm glad yeah. Ephicles is getting a bit more character uh, yeah. as well. Uh, he he's not a bad guy in the myth, but um, I mean, I guess he's not really a bad guy here. Like he's a jerk, but he hasn't done anything that's bad. <laughs> he's no, just he's just a, he's just a antagonistic jerk. towards Heracles. Yeah, he, yeah um, he's just a jerk, really. Yeah. All. Um, yeah, but, uh, but he um, so, ends up so, helping out a little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and so it kind of like sets up, you know, again another because Megara's gone. Yeah, um, there was a really cool bit towards the end. I mean, Hercules meeting Coprius. I mean, you know, you would have just known what was going to happen, but uh, <laughs> insurances, of course. Uh, yeah, the little, uh, little trinket. Like, have did. a look on the table. Have a look on the table, Heracles, before you kill me. Yeah, um, yeah, and we we talked about this. Uh, you were yeah. a fan, and I wasn't um, <laughs> of her being put with the Amazons. Yeah, yes. Because uh, for me, uh, the story of the labor of the Amazons it already has a couple of variety. Like it already varies a little bit, and it's already really interesting on its own. Okay. Yeah. So I don't like the idea of them just being turned into like prison guards. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, enough. I, I really love the idea of him going there and Hippolyta just giving him the girdle and then Hera making them all crazy. Like I, I think that's awesome, and I think that I, I was really looking forward to reading about that. But now it's like this sort of rescue well, we going know. on, and we don't know. How, yeah. yeah, we don't know how it's going to go. But yeah, just judging from this book, I'm like, oh, that for me it was a bit of a bummer. Um, mm. like, yeah, the fact that we're adding this sort of hostage or prisoner rescue into a story that for me is already like interesting you know you don't yeah yeah but well i um, mean it's a it's a logical tie like it just ties into like it it makes this trilogy it it, it ties it yeah yeah. and you know it ties it into what's going on it doesn't just yeah it's not like it's a side quest um yeah but yeah you know again like this is this is like this is a book that's like metal of the trilogy so it's hard yeah. to 
judge a lot of stuff because a lot of seeds are planted that we're not going to see come to fruition. Mm. Yeah. And I, uh, you definitely can tell it's the middle of the trilogy because uh, as good as the, the labors were in the first book, I mean, we're just kind of given, as as we mentioned, like there's a whole handful of these new ones. Um, was it four or five of them that were, you know, uh, so we get we get a fair bulk of them in this um, in this um, wrath of the gods. Yeah, so, we got. Jeez, what was it? Was the first three in the first book, right? Yeah, just three. But but the the first book was a lot of um, kind well, of. Was everything up, before anyway. it, finding out about the latest yeah. and stuff, and then we yeah. yeah we got four to eight, this yeah, is... which is about five, and yeah, I think really, we have, um... yeah we have nine to twelve in. Uh, the third book. So, mm. yeah. um, I guess one one quibble I will go into is they didn't know how to ride horses back then. So every time <laughs> someone was riding a horse, I'm like, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> wow. yeah, chariots and carts and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, right, right. Now, well, just a bit of a creative license there. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they did it in the movie Troy as well. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, stop that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah overall like a really a really good book um uh, i mean listeners we've, we've kind of bounced here and there all over yeah. the place uh, just because it was fun to just talk about different aspects of it but you, you get the sense of those labors that we mentioned uh and the side plots uh, and a couple of extra things as well like you know obtaining uh hephaestus's net yeah that, that was um, good yeah, as well as learning more about the mushrooms and Coprius as well, which uh, he's been revealed. Um, so yeah, yeah, and I guess Hera obviously has a role to play in that. So, mm. oh, this is this is one where oh, doesn't isn't this the book where she dreams and she's in the she has the vision where she's Hera and Zeus is beating the crap out of her. Yes, I thought yes. that was really. Yes. Well, that was also... Yeah, that's right, because I, I knew there was a lingering thing about Hera, because there was that thing, right? I mean, she's kind of kept at bay a bit. Yeah, she's she not featured be... as much in this book as she's in the first one. Oh, yeah, but I mean, she doesn't want to do too much to Oh, yeah, because Zeus, Zeus punished she's, her. Yeah, she's just scared yeah. of Zeus beating the hell out of her. So, um, yeah, so that was kind of addressed in this, uh, in this yeah. I guess that the book was called Wrath of the Gods. I was hoping we would get more gods. Mm, yeah, one. true. Ab- yeah, um, true. Absolutely. It had. It was a bit misleading, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it's true in the sense that it's like the whole thing is kind of Hera's wrath, but we just don't really see it much. Well, uh, of the gods, it's plural. Yeah, that's so true. you'd want to, Because yeah. the first one we saw Artemis, so I was hoping we'd get, like, Athena in this mm-hmm. book, who, yeah. who was, like, the main helper of Hercules. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you know, so... Yeah. But, hey, um, I guess in the third book. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed it overall. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it as much as the first book, but I think you enjoyed it more than the first book, right? Yeah, I did. I only... I mean, because... Just because the variety, um, I guess... Of the, I guess the scenes uh, of what they do, um, and the first book is is good. I mean, I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, but for me, it, yeah, it, it set up things. It kind of set the pace and um, some really great labors in there as well. But I think this one, 
I mean, it's right in the middle of this trilogy, so it's got the big, it's got the meat, I think, of of the adventures and from the stables to you know the birds to the the flesh eating mares. Uh, I think I, I think it was just great to have this different variety and actually to see it. Uh, in a sense, come to life from the myth. Um, I think again, yeah. Illip has done really well with with this, his you know descriptive style. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. So yeah, yeah. All right, that that about wraps us up. Uh, did did we rate last time out of? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, yeah. I thought maybe we uh, look, didn't, didn't. Yeah, if we didn't, we'll just work to it this time. I just these books are like two bucks. You know, if you're yeah. interested, check them out. Very cheap, really good value. Uh, you know, you just get you can only get them digitally, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but still, you know, worth checking out. So, would yeah, lo- would um, love to hear. I mean, like we do have a Discord server as well yes. uh, we're on social pla- media platforms but uh, if you want to drop us a line i uh, would love mm. to discuss you know superman of course but uh this heracles trilogy yeah. so if you get onto it two bucks um just set that aside and give yourself uh, i don't know give yourself a few days a week to read it and uh you let us yeah. know what you think yeah it's a really quick read yeah no it's good uh yeah as always you know reach out to us um as, as for next episode i believe it's our christmas special right mm. Jingle, jingle bells. Yep. <laughs> we're going uh, so, to pick another Christmas issue, don't we? Yes. We haven't picked yet, so we don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, any any other wrap-up thoughts? or? Uh, no, just also as well, if you're not or haven't been collecting or following uh, Action Comics 1037 and the previous yes. issues, go check it out. Philip K. Johnson is smashing it on War World. Uh, you'll love it. And the art is just brilliant. So, um, yeah, highly yeah. recommend. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, until next time, uh, be <laughs> merry and don't be Mongol. Or, yeah. you know, hero. <laughs> or just drink wine from centaurs, you know, and yeah. <laughs> to worry about yeah, it. Don't ruin their day. Um... <laughs> All right. Cool. See ya. See ya. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least... Thank you, everyone, for listening.